In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. The state political party conventions are over. You can expect to hear and see more campaigning by the candidates in the November 8th elections. Republicans finalized their candidates over the weekend in Lansing. Epic MRA pollster Bernie Bourne says gubernatorial nominee Tudor Dixon will be focused on the economy. There are a number of issues that will uh, impact the election. She's going to attack Whitmer uh, and say that uh, inflation is her part, her fault, and uh, uh, it's the uh, Biden-Whitmer uh, inflation uh, uh, that uh, is uh, causing us a problem. Bourne says the Whitmer campaign may benefit if gas prices keep dropping. Latest poll shows access to abortion is a top issue, followed by improving the quality of education, upgrading infrastructure, and reducing government spending. Market Van Buren is working with Van Buren County as it seeks to increase the availability of broadband internet for residents. Market Van Buren's Zach Morris tells us the county hired DCS Technology to do a parcel-by-parcel survey of the entire county to determine precisely where there is broadband and where there isn't. That led to some surprises. We had 10,000 parcels, or about 25% of the county's occupied parcels, are unserved. And, and interesting enough, most of these federal programs will reach, that are out there right now, reach about 3,900 of those parcels, which means about 600 of those, 6,000 of those parcels are still unserved, even after we get some of this federal funding. So it's important that we get the record straight, that the census tracts are inaccurate, that we have these unserved parcels. Morris says having the information documented will help the county see grants and other forms of funding to roll out more broadband. He says the pandemic demonstrated that internet is essential. And from the standpoint of economic development, having broadband makes the area more attractive to businesses and workers. With the data from the survey, Market Van Buren will work with providers and local governments to help them pursue support for further expansion of the utility. Unit 1 of the Cook Nuclear Plant in Bridgman is shut down for repairs. Indiana Michigan Power says the unit was shut down just before 2 p.m. Sunday due to a trip of its number three reactor coolant pump motor. Officials say the unit trip did not impact electric service. The reactor unit is in stable condition. Each of the two reactors has four reactor coolant pumps that provide forced primary coolant flow to remove and transfer heat generated in the reactor core to steam generators. That creates steam to power the turbine generator. Officials say the cause of the trip is still under investigation. An estimate on returning the unit to service was not given. Traffic is fully open on the Napier Avenue Bridge over the St. Joseph River temporarily. Marion County Road Department tells us crews have completed the planned rehabilitation project on the bridge. Two lanes in each direction are now open again. The rehab work started in March. It had a snag in April when crews doing sandblasting spotted a need for more repairs. The bridge was closed completely for a few weeks. They were eventually able to reopen one lane in each direction. The road department is still waiting on some material to add additional supports to the underside of the bridge as expected to arrive in October. At that time, the bridge will be taken back down to just one lane in each direction while the last of the work is done. For now, the bridge is back open, four lanes safe for travel. The rehab project initially was to have cost between $1.8 and $2 million. Since the April closure, that has risen now to between $2.7 and $3 million. Additional details being released after a Dwajak Middle School student was arrested with a firearm at school Monday. Report from Dwajak Police Chief Stephen Grinwald says the handgun the 13-year-old student brought to school was confirmed to be stolen. The search of his bedroom revealed an additional stolen gun and a magazine. According to the report, the student's grandparent discovered the handgun and magazine in the student's bedroom and called police. When they searched the student, they found the handgun in its pants. The 13-year-old was charged with receiving and concealing a stolen firearm carrying a concealed weapon, felony firearm, and possessing a weapon in a weapons-free school zone. 
was placed at the juvenile detention facility in Midland. In the WSJ Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.